You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. Season 2, Episode 6. Fear the Walking Dead. And since I still can't bring myself to enjoy their theme music, I mean, we've got to start with the the real dead music, don't we? I mean, it's a monster. Yeah, it's a monster. Puts you into the the mood. No other theme music puts you into this mood. That's a topic in itself, you know. Actually, that's a topic in itself because uh, think about that. What other show's theme music puts you in the mood for that show? Oh, Game of Thrones, right off the bat. Thrones? Uh, maybe The Sopranos? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Uh, right off the bat, you're like you're in in that mode. Friends you're in that had show that, mode. Friends had that yeah. vibe. I'll be there for you. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, I can think of a lot. Uh, you know, speaking of that theme song, it's very also... Uh, relevant since they're using the same dang plot lines apparently for this for fear as they are for Walking Dead uh, I know. because basically what we got was the Herschel we did the farm barn, ranch the barn, barn in this episode. I mean, really, come on, guys, let's not rehearse. I mean, I know that Walking Dead is a very superior show and plot actors everything, but do we have to use the same plot lines? Come on. And uh, while you would think that. Um, you know, a lot of the things, I mean, obviously the other side of the, the continent mm-hmm. uh, is where this show is taking place rather than where Herschel was. Um, so you would think that maybe people are thinking the same kind of things. Yeah. But uh, I guess that's enough. Yeah. So. Okay. This episode, though. Yeah. I mean, so it started off. Um, okay. Okay. Um, did, did it start off with the uh, church or did it start off on the boat? Did it start off on the church first? Yeah, start off on the church first. The church. Okay, so I li- I, I actually liked that uh, that style because I was like, what the heck is going on here? And I was kind of getting into, you know, this like, I felt like this apocalyptic vibe. I know. They were and going and for I enjoyed it. the sermon, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Sermon was good. Uh, I did not see the... Uh, the eyes bleeding thing. Oh, the, the poison. I had no idea what that was. Now they, I knew they were giving the you know the body of Christ made, and everything, they made, but they made too big a deal of uh, uh, having the wafers. Yeah, 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 for, yeah. For the body, of, you know, for the taking sacrament. They, they did. They made too big a deal of that for me not to think that that's what it was. It's true. So there was that. My my first thought was, whoa, are they doing some kind of like stigmata type thing going on here? Is that what's going on? <laughs> and then, but then I was like you. I was like, okay, yeah, they did make way too big of a deal of them kneeling down and, yeah. and taking that. Yeah, the sacrament was just way, was too focused. It was too everybody uh, making such a big focus out of it that that was, had to have been the issue. Yeah. Um, especially then we realize, looking back, why uh, our man came charging up, racing up, hoping to... Yeah. I think it felt like he was trying to stop it or something. Yeah, can we... So Thomas, yeah, uh, coming up and trying to stop it. So can, can we uh, can we address this really quick before we go further? What? Address anything you'd like, Great, because Jason Buttrell. Why the hell do they have somebody with an English accent pretending like he's a Mexican who grew up in Mexico? Can we address that? That no, irritates never, never, the crap out of me. Never mind. Did I say we could address anything? No, we can't address that. <laughs> that is no. such. That is so irritating to me. He's not. He's not even trying. He's not even trying. It's straight up like, 
you know, hello, bloke, you know, hey, governor. I'm like, dude, you're Mexican. At least try and pretend. God, which, roll your R's or something. Which kind of leads me to back to the theory <laughs> of the Brad Staggs theory of we just have to put something together. It was a contract. We, we couldn't get out of it. So here you go. Oh, you think it's bad? No, we think it's great. At least cast it. There's a lot of good Mexican actors that are in L.A., which is where they're filming oh this, gosh, I guess. Oh, my gosh, I know. Come on. You could have done better than yes, that. Yes, you could have. I mean, it yes, was. You, you watch Univision in the morning and they grab one person off the Univision morning show, you're good. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, that's. Uh, anyway, I, that's not even nitpicking because that's just so blatantly stupid. But anyway. And so then we see uh, we see Thomas who got bitten, right? We didn't see him get bit. We kind of figured he would get bit there when mm. he was messing around at the church. I guess the priest bit him. I guess that's what we're to guess. Yeah, when we put his arm around the priest, we're to guess that that's what happened. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but but even getting there, I was like, so even before we see that, when they're like, they get through the whole thing, they you know they they, they fight their way through the little blockade, they get to the coast, they finally get to uh, the con- oh okay oh my, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. They come up to the to the village and they come up to that church where we saw in the very beginning. Right. Big pile of bodies, and finally, what we get is a is a is a good Walker scene. You right. know, a Walker battle yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. I was digging it. Yeah, it felt good. And and they were we went screaming up around the church, hollering, you know, mm-hmm. hollering, and even uh, while I while she was really rubbing me on the wrong side, Madeline or uh, Madison. Madison. Um, she even realizes, hey, let's not be hollering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about we tone the whole holler noise down? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here comes, you know, of course, then that brings the small herd. Yeah. I uh I knew that they were setting up from like a scene right before that where um uh Chris is having that uh conversation with Travis and how they're like alluding to the fact that uh Oh, we have got to talk about God. There's like there, there's there's sides being taken and and that Madeline has it out for Chris or uh, Madison. You got me saying Madeline. Yeah. Madison has it out for Chris. So I knew they were setting something up in this episode. I didn't think that he was going to go all, hey, I'm just going to, you know, the biggest douchebag move, I think, of, of the whole show so far and stand back and hope that his stepmother gets eaten by a zombie. Um, I, don't know, I thought that was a good move. Well, like we were saying last week, I want Madison to die. Yeah, I thought that was good. But still, I they're they're turning and he this froze. Kid. But he was, but again, froze he not. Froze. I didn't see it that way. <laughs> Your Honor, he froze. That was his excuse. <laughs> he told oh, he Alicia to- he froze. I know, but he totally he totally watched. He was, was getting rid of absolutely. opposition. That's yeah, what he was. He doing. absolutely was getting rid no of no question. And I was like, wow. So where they're taking this character now is full on. Like nemesis mode, like they're setting this kid up to be a nemesis to the group. Like, like at this point, I don't know how he continues to to move on. Um, they 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 address it later on in the episode, and I thought that they it was a very good argument that Travis brings up because he's like, "Look, yeah, I've, I've been with you all along. Yeah, I've, I've been with you for for all the Nick stuff, all of it. Yeah, all of it. Very good argument because that's an excellent argument. At that point, he kind of changed my mind. I was like, okay. Um, I, I was like, I was all on the Madison train right there, where she was like, yeah, you got to do something about it. And he's like, whoa, 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 chick, take right. a step back. But you know, step right. back. Um, yeah. So he changed my mind a little bit up until one of the final scenes of the show, which we can get to in a second. But then, yeah, I don't know. It, he moves on. He threatens Alicia. Um, well, I mean, what's he gonna do? Alicia, first of all, Alicia's being uh, way, I mean, she's she's pissed. 
Right? She's pissed that she, you know, that he, she saw what she saw, and that was him standing there watching, waiting for the walkers to chew up mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's pissed. Okay, but on the other hand, he knows that she can't say anything. He can't because if she, she, he's already on the outs. He knows that, right? So if she says something, he's doomed mm. forever. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, he's got to try to put an end to that. So that threat was, a, I, I feel, was a minor needed threat. And, of course, she goes brine into mommy. Yeah. Oh, instead of taking it, instead of stepping up like I thought she was at the boat, at the ship last week, Miss Bad, she's not. She goes, Mommy, grin threaten me. <laughs> well, oh, well, shut up. But now we're moving, I mean, so we're moving past just, I thought they were setting this up to be like, ah, oh, it's a dysfunctional family. It's a blended dysfunctional family. And they're like, they're just having that storyline play out. I was like, okay, fine, that's what you're doing. But towards the, but when he threatened Alicia right there, I saw that as a huge thing. And then when at the end, when he sneaks into their bedroom and he's holding the knife or he wasn't, scissors or whatever, that wasn't to kill them though. I soaked such a confusing scene. And again, I don't know if the writers meant for it to be confusing because like he he sneaks into the room, which is what are you gonna do sneaking into the room to begin with? Are you going well, there to I, talk I just, to them? I feel like he was there to talk to them, yeah. And then he like saw the knife and was like, oh, I'm, uh, maybe I'll do this. And, and then he had second thoughts or whatever. And then, because they did leave it to where it was like kind of one of those, oh, I have an explanation for this. But then they then right. he just well, runs they, off. They, well, they heard the gunshot, right? That's, what, that's what, how he got caught mm-hmm. was the gunshot. And then uh, Elise wakes up and screams and starts hollering, get out, get out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He should have stabbed her right in the head right then. But that hasn't been said. They're not going to do that because she looks a lot better than the kid. Um, well, that storyline, I'm, 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 I'm very curious on how far they take it. It, it will, will next episode and next couple episodes. Well, they better pick up the pace. They redeem him a little bit, and and he'll like have an explanation for himself or whatever. If, if they're not, then they're setting him up for full on like nemesis mode, yeah. where he like leaves the group or something like that, which I wouldn't. <laughs> be opposed to because I don't really like the character anyway. Yeah, no, I know, and he may end up. You know, we may end up seeing him hook up with our girl back at the boat, mm. and uh, they can go kill people and be mad at the world. Yeah, um, uh, mm, yeah. And then uh, you have. Uh, I'm not sure how we're supposed to be taking, but every time Nick meets somebody new, he's like this enlightened, uh, you know, great person who with a good heart and able to do everything. I think I get the feeling that we're kind of setting him up, him up to be actually the the worst of them all, and he's just going to kill everyone. Nick, yeah, Nick is like like Madison made that point when when Nick was talking to Celia when she's all cooking him the pasole that she goes, well, he's I think she said impressionable or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she said that. So basically, anybody that wants to make him do what they want to do, the you know they'll be able to do. He'll be he's that's a what follower. She thinks. Yeah, that's what she thinks. But he does seem he, they kind of made him they wrote him like that this episode because then he's he was actually I felt he was actually starting to believe this weird theory on life that Celia had about these walkers. Which anyway, well, first of all. That compound was not at all what I expected it to be, where Cillian and, and Thomas's family is from. I thought it was going to be this cartel group or whatever. I did too. Well, it is kind of, I think. But it's, well, you, you still think some kind of cartel type thing? I don't know. I just, I, I'm just, you know, she is the big boss. Well, she's like weird, man. Yeah, she's the big boss bitch. So, like, Herschel, switching gears over to The Walking Dead, he didn't want to kill walkers because he was like, oh, well, they're. With her family, and maybe we'll come up with a uh, a cure at some point. Right. Yeah, we can Correct. fix them. She's not like that. She is like, 
hey, this is the way of the world now. Let's basically kill everybody or help everybody off because we're all going to end up this way anyway. So that's the way I was taking it. So right. she was like, so all the people that we know, all of our family here from this compound, I'll help them along. They'll, they'll either die on their own or I'll help them to die. And then we'll just lock them up so the people outside can't kill them because this is the new way of the world. Right. That's how she's right. that sounds she about right. Is psycho. Yeah. She's crazy. So they're they're borrowing from the Walking Dead plotline, but they're just injecting this Celia crazy yeah, well, theory about we're gonna have to kill her. Right, we're gonna have to kill her because she's gonna die. We're gonna have to kill her because she's gonna be pissed that Strand didn't die with her boy. Yeah, that's another thing. I I thought that maybe Strand was like he's obviously invested in this Thomas relationship. Correct. So he's full. He. I didn't. I thought that he was. He might be playing Thomas, and he was. You know what I mean? Like, right. he had something else going on here. No, he was invested, but he, he's. But he he's killed. He, he he killed him, and we're good. It's that's over. You know. He but he couldn't bring himself to kill himself. Yeah. Um. So you know he's going to have to deal with mommy. And what was the deal with mommy and Daniel? There was a scene where she called him an old man, and they. There was a scene there where it seemed like they knew one another. Oh, really? Uh, I got the impression that they knew one another. Interesting. I didn't. I don't know what it was. It was the impression where he came walking in and she ended up calling him an old man and walked away or whatever. But it just seemed like there was something there. And I'm not sure what it was. That's an interesting theory. I didn't really think that at the time. I She did. Like, I don't know if. My guess would be that she's more like she understands flirting him. or something with him. They're I think she little, understands who who he is. Like yeah. she sees like death in his eyes, right? Basically, right. So she's. I mean, he's he speaks her language. It's kind of a flirting thing. She's a badass. He's a badass. We're just kind of you know we're walking walking along the same planks. And she I get that. And she mentioned you have. I think she, was it a direct line or implied? But she was like, you have to come to grips with the death. In your life, basically. Basically, I, I took that as the people you've killed. Um, right. That's how I took it. Right. And there's definitely something weird going on. And speaking of weird, what is up with the owl thing? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, when I first saw that coin, I was like, okay, that's weird, but I didn't really think too much of it. But then when um, Ophelia and Nick are down there that's praying. the family crest or whatever, right? So why is Nick staring at this thing and having I visions? I don't know. You know, listen, look. So much implied spirituality in this. It was just weird. Yeah, and, and I'm not really sure about the implied spirituality of the owl, although I'm not. I mean, it's I have to, I'd have to actually look it up and see what it all means. I mean, I had an aunt that was a big owl freak that collected owls from all over the world. And, you know, I mean, I don't know that it meant anything other than she liked owls. And look, there's another <laughs> wooden cart cutout of an owl. That one's three and a half feet tall. <laughs> look at that one. That one's only an inch high. So I'm not sure if there was any any spiritual uh, tie to them. I have no idea where they're going. I really don't. I and I had no idea why Nick had his little epiphany while listening to I. You know, when when they first had Ophelia and Nick going off, I was like, "Hey, they're you know they're moving that relationship along, you know, right. hooking it up or, or something." Right. I, right which right. they still might be. They they kind of actually hinted that. A yes, few times. they did. They've had their little conversations. Yes, they did. Um, and that's what I thought. Uh, you know, he would at least. Uh, Thanks for coming out here with me, Nick. No problem. Can we go have sex now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't come to church for this, okay? <laughs> for a walk in the olive fields, okay? 
And that might have been where it was going if he didn't have his weird little flashback and got all freaked out. I know. I know. But now, all right, before we before we leave you, and you know, this is of course talking fear on the Blaze Radio Network, Jeff Fisher, Jason Buttrill. Al Bringston and some other guests. Aaron Hernandez likes to join us from time to time. Although, you know, he's ticking me off. But that's another story. <laughs> but we've got, uh, I've got a few other people here in the building as well that want to, they're always after me to come on the podcast and talk to you and talk to us. And uh, every time we are putting it together, they're just a little too busy. Mm, yep. So, you know what? We're just a little too busy for them. Screw them. Okay? Yeah. Screw that's them. right. We're here for you. They aren't. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Now, this episode, season two, episode six, I am not quite sure, but every time I get the feeling that they're starting to get a grasp on, hey, this is the way it is, and if someone has become dead or undead, we have to kill them all. No questions asked. You're not a killer. That's what has to happen. All of a sudden, they slam on the brakes and make it seem like they haven't come to grips with that yet. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back to that California liberal mindset <laughs> that, you know, I mean, uh, Madison is just driving me insane. Yeah. Just yeah. driving me insane. And dad is kind of there, but he's, that is almost over it, I think. I think he's just about there to where this is the way it is and I've moved on. I'm just tired of the lazy story. I see this as lazy storytelling. So we we've seen that yeah, plot we have. line played yes, out before. We have. But I don't know why 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 redo it. I, I get it. It's something you have to learn in this in this world in Zombieland here. But I don't know why we have to relive. I mean, we as an audience already know already know that. I, I don't want to see them play it out in a different way between this group. I want to see something different. Right. You know, and, and it doesn't matter if you have some cool visual stuff like like the beginning church scene, and um, if you know, and and then you spice it up with the, with, with the Herschel uh, plot line, but you just have a crazy Celia there that's poisoning people with, uh, you know, cyanide laced uh, bodies of Christ. I, I don't. Right. It's it's just lazy storytelling. I mean, get to I don't know. I, I just feel like we had such a cool couple of episodes. And to me, and then to throw this, then to slam it at the brakes on with this one. Yeah, it, it was just a step back, in my opinion. Well, you, it's like you tried to make it cool, but you did a step back. But anyway, I, next week I see they're going to have to deal with Celia. Celia or Celia yeah. is going to have to deal with them. Yeah, and, you know who else is going to be a badass too? Is the first lady that they met when they came onto the property, the helper. The, oh, the nurse, the, the helper lady, the head lady of the the head. Yeah, she was a nurse. The head uh, cook and bottle washer. Grab- she was, you know, the one that took the weapons. Yeah, yeah, could take the weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's going to be one to deal with. Yeah, yeah, she was giving me she's some weird messing vibes. Around. Yeah, so no, this ain't no party with her, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But it's like I kind of want to see the plot line of them have taking this uh, compound over themselves. They have All a lot right? of people to go through. But yeah, I know. If they can take this compound. But again, that puts us in Walking Dead plot it lines sure does. again. It sure Which does. I, I don't want to I don't want to keep saying this or harping on it, but you're supposed to be in a city. That was the whole point of this in a massive city. Okay. You done? Done. Okay. Talking fear. See you next week. Jason Buttrill, Jeff Fisher, and the Blaze Radio Network.